Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, there's a lot of things to catch up on here uh, from the last 48 hours, but I don't know. I think our uh, our lives flashed before our eyes again when Byron Buxton, just on a routine play, winds up <laughs> sprawled on the ground after a collision with the White Sox what second baseman. What was he baseman. doing? What was he doing? The guy's in front of you. You can't run him over. It's, uh, didn't anybody ever tell him that the fielder has a right to field the ball? <laughs> you can't run him over. Why, why would and, he not uh, like just run? So the fielder's coming in. Yeah. Just run around to the right. People who looked at it closely say they think he ran into him on purpose because he thought he might have thought that maybe it would be interference on the on the fielder instead of on him. I don't know what he was doing, but he goes down and, you know, all I could say was he's got up. So he might not be lost for the season, but uh, there is no chance he'll be playing tonight in Yankees. Who comes back first? Who comes back first? Byron Buxton. Or the guy or that got Kyle hit Farmer. in the face with a fastball yesterday. Farmer. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think Buck, Buck will beat him back. Buck will be, okay. Buck will be playing within a week, won't he? Maybe a week. They, uh, I think they called up Kyle Garlic today. They had to uh, they had to make another replacement for Farmer. So, and they don't have any infielders left down at uh, in AAA that were on the roster. So, I think Garlic is who they called up today, but. Uh, uh, well, the interesting part to me, though, is uh, so they threw at Miranda in the, uh, what, the first time it was up. They're, and then people, teams have started to do that. I think he, the same thing happened last weekend. They're trying to get him off the plate so he didn't hit the ball to right field and get those hits. Old-fashioned ball there. And so then, okay, then Giolita gets, and then Farmer gets hit in the face up and in a 91-mile-an-hour fastball. I thought Giolita threw harder than that, by the way. But uh, uh, Sam Farmer's teeth feels like they, he throws plenty harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Farmer, but uh, or whatever. And then, uh, and then Sam the Farmer's seven. the NFL writer for the LA Times, right? <laughs> now, did you guys were you watching? Did you watch the reaction? Yeah. Or did yeah. they show the reaction at Jeffers yeah. after Jorge Lopez no. knocked down Elvis Anders? Uh, so uh, you know they the Twins waited and waited, but. Uh, they, uh, Jorge Lopez, uh, buzzed and basically the old dust off for Elvis Anders shortstop on the other team. Absolutely intentional retaliation, which is good because they, they took two shots at you guys. Uh, you, you gotta, you know, people say, oh, the old baseball rules. It's a rule in any sport. You know, somebody cheap shots you, you cheap shot them back. Hockey. We, you know, there's 12 of those every night. So uh, 
I don't see it as old fashioned rules, but they were, uh, uh, Jeffers, uh, greeted, uh, Jorge Lopez, like, uh, he was a conquering hero at the end of the inning when they got out of the inning. So, uh, and now I didn't have the guts to ask Rocco about all this because I only saw him in the cluster and he was very emotional and I didn't want to, you know, get him to, and then I tried to find him later and I couldn't find him. So, but yeah, there was something going on there. They were not happy with the White Sox. Now that was Tony. If it was Tony Larusso, you would have known it was a hundred percent intentional because he was the all-time headhunter guy. But uh, maybe uh, that's the one thing left over in White Sox Bill is. Uh, but you know what I'm gonna miss about not having the White Sox here? Watching them in the field. Wow! Isn't God, it the God. damnedest thing? It's unbelievable. <laughs> that was their whole thing. Their whole spring training was. We're going to tighten her up. We got Pedro now, and he's going to make sure we're tightened up. The poor guy in right field who shouldn't be playing out there, Gavin Sheets, he should be playing first where he isn't that good, but he's, he's you know, his life's not in danger anyway. But that was his routine oh. of fly balls. You could hit, he got his feet tangled up, fell down, and then he gets the third, and they hit a chopper to the first baseman, and the, he's, Jeffers is going to be out it. <laughs> Jeffers going to be on the plate, and he kicks it. I said they could have put the runner in a wheelbarrow and ran him around the bases, and they couldn't have, the White Sox, and it couldn't have been any worse. So uh, that was the only run of the game until, what, the, when did they get to? Uh, bottom of the seventh, bottom of the eighth or something? So uh, Bottom of the eighth. Yeah. yeah. But but uh, anyway, they're, uh, I'll be interested to see if Rocco has something to say today because yesterday it was not, but he was not. He was angry after the game about Farmer getting hit in the face. So, yeah. anyway, um, a couple couple days ago, our guy Lance Lynn took the mound. I got to say, he has uh, he has forfeited all conditioning in the off season, oh but God. good for him. He yeah. struck out ten in a losing yes. effort, but but he was terrible early. But he pitched. You know, he was one of our eight uh, the U.S. aces in the uh, <laughs> yep, in the was. World Baseball Classic because they had such a horse poop pitching staff. There, uh, but they had the great lineup, but the pitchers didn't pitch, and uh, uh, yeah, he he does look big again, doesn't he? Wow, he's listed he on baseball. Back, he's listed at two seventy on Baseball Reference, and I th- wow, Ooh, wow, they little, put him up there now. Huh? Yeah. I think when he uh, remember when he showed up here, and they were telling us he was two twenty or something like that. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah t- that's me. That's yeah. my two twenty right there. I can <laughs> no. see that. I can see that, baby. So. Uh, now they go to Yankee Stadium. We don't have any idea who's going to play. You know what? I a stat I saw today. I, I was looking up to confirm that the Rays have only given up five home runs. The Yankees have played six of their twelve games. They've only given up seven home runs. Playing in the mm-hmm. biggest band box. I mean, the number one band box in all of baseball. So, uh, is Korea coming not- back, Roycey? Uh, he wouldn't tell us that, but the rumor was yes, but. I, I mean, I don't think Correa is in a anxious to come back and play in New York, where he's popping his head out of the dugout. They boo the crap out of him, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I got to think he's going to play tonight. What we don't even know what's wrong. Right? He got a little balky back, so yeah, it's uh, it's unbelievable. I think he'll want to play in New York just to so all the all those Mets doctors that said he, his leg might have to get amputated wouldn't be proven correct if he's still out of the lineup. But I don't know. He's a hard guy to figure, too. Yeah. Uh, 
anyway, I, I I think maybe he's going to play, but Rock uh, Baldelli wouldn't say that after the game yesterday. So no. I don't uh, know. All right, you've had a couple days to to dissect what happened in that Wolves Lakers game. Now in your mind, <laughs> what uh, what's your take on it? I think that fourth quarter might have been the two worst basketball teams I have ever seen in the NBA led by, I have now made up my mind on the Michael Jordan, LeBron James controversy. Michael Jordan was never that lousy for a quarter in his entire life. Where the hell was LeBron throwing the ball? He was throwing it all over the building. He was awful. He looked 50 years old. He finally made that one three, but he was terrible. They were all terrible. 19 to 12. 19 to 12, the scoring. Well, and the, and the 12, by the way, if Anthony Davis doesn't back his trunk up into Mike Conley, the, yes, Wol- the Wolves would have scored nine points in the fourth quarter <laughs> yes. of that game. Yes. Well, Conley was the only guy from the middle of the third quarter to the end of the game that did anything, and then he missed a few shots down the stretch, too. That was that was just some abysmal. I thought I was watching San Diego State again try to shoot, you know. <laughs> they, another team that couldn't shoot. It was terrible. Every other, the Vaughn, it was the Lakers' defense. No. Now, part of it was the, the Timberwolves did nothing but shoot the jump shots. But, uh, well, it didn't help that Anthony Edwards was what, – what, what was that? Is he – well, there's sort of the – so he was he was awful at the start of the game, and then he took the, the, the head first sort of shoulder tumble, yeah. and he came back with the wrap on his – sort of the, like the tape and the wrap on his shoulder. He definitely banged his head too, so I guess you could say yeah. he was rattled after the injury, but he, he played equally <clears throat> terrible and passive before the injury. He was okay on defense, but that's one of the worst offensive games he's played in the three years they've had him. If if they let the uh, center play, they might win that game. Though they didn't get any everything, they, they got killed on the boards. They mm-hmm. got they got they got four offensive rebounds. The, I saw four offensive rebounds the whole game. So I I don't know what what did we prove here by not not having him play? We have an elite. Uh, what what we was it elite? Uh, what 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 Connolly tell us? We have an elite not culture, but we have an mm. elite standards. We have an elite standard here. I want one other question. I was I brought this up yesterday. So Gene McDaniel's for what two exhibition games, forty-one regular season games. I think he played most of them. Mm-hmm. Has walked through this new tunnel, right? This new this new thing that has been built through the stands. Did he really think curtains were holding up that roof? Did he think that there was you think you think you do that? And how am I gonna keep this up there? I think I'll put a curtain up on each side. What the hell? How stupid is he? You know. How about a punch the excuse made was he thought he was punching a curtain. Well, you know, that a curtain's not holding that that thing up there that you know there's got to be something behind that curtain you not i'm so mad and rage filled i could punch a curtain (laughs) that's the other thing despite what he thought he was punching why is he doing that you know yeah i mean he's boy they they miss him though just the way he guard people and stuff i it's don't you think it'd be a mercy killing tonight if they uh, get beat i mean friday boy i'd 
you got to hope OKC just kicks her ass and gets it over with. <laughs> the lottery so, team and then the Jazz. See, your your goal is, and then the Jazz can get a top three pick. Oh, yeah. Well, how about the Jazz getting the Frenchman? Wouldn't that be something if they beat the, with their 4% chance, they end up getting the number one pick or something. But uh, I don't know. It was just, uh, I mean, they they played they played good, but because they made shots. Right for two and a half quarters, they were shooting sixty percent. That's you know, because Prince was making everything. Connolly was out of his mind. They were making shots, but once they once they returned to normal, making shots, they were they couldn't do anything. Well, part and, of it too, like part of the reason why they were making all these shots, and, it, and this happens all the time. They've blown, I think, nineteen double digit leads this season. The last four playoff losses, they've had double-digit fourth-quarter yes. leads in all of them. Yes. And what yes. they do is they, so they, they build these leads by – because Chris Finch's offense, and this is why Nas Reed fits in so well, it's all mm-hmm. about movement and, and putting the opposing team in the spin cycle with passes. And then they get into the fourth quarter of some of these games, and it just turns into like – Anthony Edwards or Kyle Anderson dribbling for 18 seconds and yeah. or Carl Anthony Towns in the post. You know, it's move the ball. Fast mouth, fast mouth didn't have much of a game, did he? Uh, Kyle, uh, you know, he did a lot of dribbling to nowhere and uh, trying to set up plays. My new nickname for him is Fast Mouth fast instead like of Slow Mo. So, I love that. Uh, I like that Pat, anyway. Pat is, Pat's like one of the three people that are standing with Gobert on this. And No, and, I'm not standing with him, but I'm saying – it was stupid to suspend them. It's the NBA. What are you doing? They're all nuts. The whole <laughs> league is nuts. Let him play. Tell him, you know, tell him to give $25,000 to a charity or something and let him play it. What, what, you know, if, if Kyle Anderson and him say it's fine, blame. Why, why do you want to do this to yourself? It's, maybe, it's, maybe, maybe Tim Connolly wants a shot at the Nuggets. Maybe he tanked the Lakers game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thinks thinks we're ready for those nugs, huh? Although I think this team in its current condition would be probably better off playing Denver because Denver's not quite as you know, Jokic is not terribly physical. So also, uh, how many you know, times did, did Dylan Brooks and company get Carl Anthony Towns all flustered? Like in three of the games, <laughs> yeah. they rendered him you know emotionally unavailable to contribute. So yeah. Yes, it's uh, yeah. You're right. I mean, it's uh, going to be. Uh, I, I don't. I think Oklahoma City. What's the name of the kid? With the, Shea Gilgis uh, Alexander. Yeah, I can't yeah, do nice. well that with that. That guy'll get forty. He's got the he'll most thirty-point games in the league this year. No one knows. He's who he terrific. Is. Yeah. He's, remember when they were playing these guys early in the year and the, they lost to him a couple of times, and we were saying, "How can they lose to Oklahoma City? They're rebuilding. How would you like to be that team?" They're rebuilding, and they're in the playoffs. They they got like eight draft choices in the next two three years, right? In the, or I mean, they got all these deluxe draft choices, and they're going to come in here and win by twelve. Now I shouldn't say that because I told people to go bet all they could on. Is <laughs> that my house know, on that that game? Pat. <laughs> I you know what? The now. good news is, right? The St. Croix's Casino Sportsbook isn't open for like the last month, so I couldn't drive over there and lose it. What happened there? Their machines are not working and something. No, it's mysterious. They aren't telling anybody, but they weren't open for March Madness. So, And they have an nobody, apology on their website that just says, like, hey, we're sorry, yeah. uh, not going to be available, but we're going to come back stronger and better than ever. It's, it's I, asked, Facebook, right? yeah, yeah, I asked on Twitter, and uh, 
and because uh, I got some degenerate gamblers who, who, who follow me, and uh, they said that they, they're very, very mysterious about it, but it's been going on for a while, but it's some kind of a debate with the state about what they can do. I, I don't know what what's going on, or maybe business wasn't good enough when they started, and they said they all with it, but they, I don't know. They're not I'm in Joe's time, Pat. Yeah, you got to drive to Iowa for that one. Uh, yeah, I know. Is that that? It's like what? A couple it's hour and a half? half? Yeah, it's just a little over an hour yeah. and a half. I was there not long so ago. So our raise, I got to talk about my raise before we get done here. The raise last night, they actually, at one point, they were ahead six to one as they were going to win. They ended up giving up a bunch of runs, and Raphael Devers hit a home run. But late, and it was nine to seven. But they, uh, 12 and all. They have hit 30 home runs and allowed five. And I looked, I ran it through my computer. I didn't do this in my head. They're on pace to hit 405, which would be 98 more than the Twins when they set the world record, and to give up 68. That, as you say, Phil, and I agree with you, that's not sustainable. I don't think <laughs> I so. don't know. The Rays look pretty- But how about it? I, I, uh, I, Texted my friend Mark Topkin, who covers them. Topper does one of the great beat guys in the country for the Rays. And I said, forget baseball. This is not merely the best baseball team of all time. This is the best sports team of all time. It, it's incredible. 30 home runs to five. It's, uh, it's incredible. teams. Let's yeah. trade teams. Well, we, you know, we, we, we did steal their pitching analytics guru. Uh, no, you yeah. know what? no, let's send them the Twins completely. We'll take the Rays. It'll be fun. Why would fun. they do that trade? What's in it for them? Yeah, because, they play, they, uh, because they could actually draw here. Uh, they, uh, We're not going to draw uh, there still. I think they had they had uh, 16 or 17 when they got to 10 or 11, something like that. But now it's a weekday and you have to get across the causeway again. So yep. it's not as easy. But they, I think they're playing the Red Sox again today. But how would you like to be the Red Sox with this? Uh, now, they don't have the gigantic payroll they used to, but they're going down there and playing this little team and getting their arse kicked like for four days. Last Last night, the Red Sox got a couple of hits. I was watching a game, and there was cheering. So there were like 2,000 Red Sox fans still there, you know. Who, and uh, uh, it, But it's amazing. It's 12-0. Uh, they, they, they win today, it ties the record, right? Yes, 13-0 to start the season would tie. Uh, uh, since 1900, only two teams have started 13-0. Wow! Then, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's good for good for baseball, though, being unpredictable, right? Yep, I like Great. it. Let's get them a World yeah. Series championship at some point. Either them okay. or the you A's. know what? You guys should should have had a contest today. Uh, what's the Twins lineup for tonight? And give somebody a give somebody a prize if they uh, win it. <laughs> By the way, the second baseman, the the Frenchman from uh, Quebec, uh, Julian, mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be a little challenged in the field. Oh, no. second base. He's uh he can hit. That's okay, but uh yeah, the uh he would be better off if they were still shifting. Let's put it I, I this think, way. I think you're on to a great marketing idea here. You know, we've got like the Powerball, right? And the and yes, the, right. if you can correctly guess the twins lineup yes. one through nine. <laughs> yes, right. That's true. <laughs> that is uh Rocco had it, you know, what early in the year. Two different times he played the same lineup two days in a row, but now that now that now that the now that the grueling 
part of the season is upon us and nobody can play. Uh, and, uh, unbelievable. Yep. All right, Pat. Yeah. Uh, we got to run. Right. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, sir. All right. See you, gentlemen. All right. There he is. Patrick Royce. Royce Unchained here on Score North.